Welcome to the weird world of oddities. I'm looking for swords. Going into battle? No, I'm a professional sword swallower. Oh, really? Would you like to see? I would love to. Oh, I'm... This guy told me that this was fossilized down poop. Well, they certainly do look like crap to me. Do you have a surgical table? Wait, what are you using this for? It appears to be some sort of prehistoric baby face bone. There is what appears to be a face, and it is bone, but it's not close to whatever he had in mind. Huh. Obscura ain't your grandmother's antique shop. Whoa! <laughs> well, unless your grandma's a bit of a kook. Is that a straight jacket? I'm Mike. And I'm Evan. We've, We've spent, spent our, our entire, entire lives, lives collecting and dealing, hunting and picking, to get this business down to a science. This is Oddities. How you doing? I'm looking for swords. Do you have anything? Uh, sure. We have a few pieces here. These are actually made from swordfish bills with handles attached. This other piece we have is actually a Knights of Columbus sword. It's from the Fraternal Organization, and of course has Christopher Columbus's head on the top. That's pretty cool. Can I see this one? Sure. Often we get other pieces too. Do you collect military or fraternal stuff? Well, so far I just have replicas, but I'm actually looking for something a little showier for my purposes. What exactly are your purposes? You going into battle or? No, I'm a professional sword swallower. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's kind of neat. I became a sword swallower because I'd actually been working as a fire eater for several years, and I decided that was sort of the ultimate sideshow skill to have. The phrase we like to use in the trade is down the hatch without a scratch. Would you like to see? I would love to see it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, I have this very bad gag reflex, and when she starts sticking this thing down her throat, I, I, I feel my, my throat tightening up. I feel it coming up. That is impressive. <laughs> That's amazing, and I'm about to gag myself. Thank you. How does one do this? Basically, it's a series of exercises that'll desensitize the gag reflexes. Mm -hmm. Most people know that they have the one gag reflex back here, but what they don't know is that you actually have one here, which is right next to your heart, and you have one here at the opening of your stomach. Sword swallowers learn to control that gag reflex. So the sword passes through all three and it can come to rest in the hollow of your stomach. Do you do other things too, like daggers or knives or? I've swallowed long cooking spoons on stage, light up glow stick necklaces. At this point, I'm looking for something that's a little more flashy, a little more Liberace to present to an audience. I think I would like to add Christopher Columbus there to my collection. How much do you want for that? Uh, I have it marked 95. Do you think you could do 75? Make it 80 and you got a deal. Done. Wonderful, thank you very much. All right, yep. I love the showiness of this sword. Even if I end up not using it in my act, it's still, it's a great piece and I, I'm excited to have it in my collection. Hey. Hey. Good to see you. What are you up to? Oh, not much, what's new? I know Evan and Ryan for a few years now, but I come by often because they always have like odd stuff that I'm looking for. Do you have possibly a, an antique surgical table or operating table or mortician table? Like one of those heavy metal... Like sturdy... Wait, <laughs> what are you using this for? I want this table so I can do a photo shoot for my clothing line and I just kind of thought that I could tie in my old career with my new career. 
You're doing clothing now. Yeah. You're and not doing embalming fun. anymore? That sounds like a fairly good crossover, yeah, sewing, yeah. embalming. I used to be an embalmer, and then I was a model, and now I have my own clothing line. I figured if I can, you know, suture up a dead right. body from head to toe, I can learn how to make a dress. Right, because right, they sew the mouth shut when you embalm somebody, no, correct? No, they don't sew the mouth shut. That's a common misperception. You don't you usually glue the lips shut. Oh. One of the things that's very interesting about Laura is her devotion towards art, whether it be a mortician, a model, or a, a clothing designer. We have I mean, a doctor's table downstairs, like Like 18. an exam? Yeah, but know. you want, like... Where the cutting happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think you could maybe find one, though? I, I think we could. I think I'm pretty sure that we could find, find one, actually. The problem is I don't have tons of money to spend. I, I... Yeah, they tend to run. They tend to, <laughs> the older you get, the more expensive they get, yeah. unfortunately. I have to admit, it's going to be rather difficult to find a table that meets Laura's description, uh, especially at a low price. I have faith in you, though, that oh. if anybody could find well, one. That's very sweet of you. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, Anyways. Yeah, let's go. Okay. How are you doing? I uh I had an obscure little artifact. I was wondering if you could kinda help me out with it. Sure. Alright. Now, it certainly appears to be some sort of prehistoric baby face bone. A baby face bone. I believe that's called a skull. Well, I know it's definitely bone. Uh, if you look here, you can see all the pores of the bone. Although bone is solid and hard, inside is all these little chambers. It just helps to, to keep it that much stronger. It's a neat piece. Where'd you get this exactly? My uh, grandmother found it along the shoreline in Cape Cod. This guy doesn't know what he has. There is what appears to be a face, and it is bone, but it's not at all even close to whatever he had in mind. Oh, it's funerally. It's got a look. The romance of death. But there's nothing surgical about this. Right. Turns out, we're not in the baby skull market. You used to use this as an ashtray. I hope that doesn't affect the value too much. The guy comes into the shop with what he thinks is a baby skull. Turns out, it's so much more rare than that and way, way cooler. Um, what you actually have here is an ear bone of a whale. Huh. Whale ears? Who even knew that whales had ears in the first place? It's called the tympanic bone. It's part of the inner ear of the whale. There's actually fluid around it. And this piece uh, picks up vibrations, which travel through the water quicker than the air. And basically, it's what helps them to hear. And being that whaling is no longer permitted in the US, you don't find them all too often. This piece is really exciting. Just look at the size of it. This animal must have been huge. Comparable piece on a human is the size of a pea. So are you looking to sell this or? Yeah, absolutely. What did you have in mind? Originally I wanted 50 bucks and that's, that seems like a perfectly fair price for a baby skull bone. Turns out we're not in the baby skull market. We're talking about whale ear bone. 160? I've sold items like this before, and I know they can bring quite a bit of money, but only if I get it for the right price. Um, it looks like, uh, what, did you, you used to use this for something? Are you, are you a smoker? Yeah. For about the past three or four years, I've been using it as an ashtray. So I, I hope that doesn't affect the value too much. This guy thinks this thing is a baby skull and he's using it as an ashtray? 100 cash, I mean, that's about the best I could offer on it. 
Yeah, I think we can do that. It's a deal. 100 bucks, it could be worse. First thing I'm gonna do with the money, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a new ashtray. We're on the search for an antique surgical or mortician's table. We heard about one that's at a Brooklyn flea market that just might work. Oh, cool, look, a Voltron outfit. Oh, never a big fan. Yeah, too modern for you, perhaps? Yeah, I, I wasn't a robot kind of a person. It's got a look. Kind of coffin -y. Hey, Hi. how's it going? Good, how are you? We were just eyeing your table here. Pretty sweet, huh? My name's Kendall. I sell antiques, uh, mostly old photos and things like that, but every once in a while, furniture, if I get good pieces, so. I got it from a funeral home in Queens, and uh -huh. there were coffins on it when yeah. I happened upon it, so I believe it was used to transport coffins or bodies. Or What's the story? Was the funeral home going out of business? Yeah, yeah. and they'd been around forever. Um, I mean, they'd been there for like 100 years, but I think this thing, <clears throat> like 60, 75 years old. This kind of looks like a coffin top. Yeah, or, and this, or this piece comes off. It lifts. It's funerally. But there's nothing surgical about this. Right. I think that she wanted something a little bit more having to do with embalming. Yeah. She wanted the romance of death. It's not going to work for Yeah, it's client. not quite um, romantic enough. Well, thank you so much for yeah, showing no it problem. to us. It'll I appreciate here, it. So. Yeah, Come back if you want. Thanks for taking okay. the time. Thanks, guys. Oh, well, the search continues. Perhaps we can find an item that comes a little closer to death, which I think Laura would appreciate. Luckily, we just got a promising lead. Hey guys. Hey, hey Jared. Jared. Hey, how are you? My name is Jared. I live in Brooklyn, New York. I'm a performer and contortionist. So this is a, this is a blockhead nail. Yeah, that's a, you know, I think a 40 penny nail. So you do human blockhead? I do do blockhead. That's where you take the nail and you take it up into your nasal yeah. cavity. Love to see that. Let me show you. There you go. That's beautiful. It looks lovely. Very, very nice. So I understand you have an interesting table for sale. Yes, I have a mortician's table that I'm trying to sell. I'd like to see it. What I wanted to use this table for was to do a contortion act on top of it. And I don't know, I just moved to a new place and I don't really have the room for it. I gotta get rid of it. Here it is. Ah, a cooling table. A portable cooling table. Looks like April 12th, 1881. That was when this actual model was made. One of their oh. early models. And you said this is a, a cooling table? So when the embalmer brought this to the home, they would take the sometimes still warm body, lay it out here, put a block of ice underneath. Block the whole body in here and act as sort of a refrigeration unit. Wow, I had no idea. Well, I know this isn't an authentic surgeon's table, but it does have all the morbidity and death that our client's looking for. Plus, it's portable. So how much would you like for this? Uh... I don't really know how much the table's worth. The fact that it's like so ornate, that it's like old, and it's got a hell of a history to it. Just imagine all the bodies that have been on it. It's, I don't know, it's got, a, it's got a story to tell. I was hoping to maybe get like 250 for it. I was thinking closer, maybe 100. 100, that's eh, a little low. I don't know, what do you think? Um, how about 100, and then you can come by Obscura, and maybe there's a, a little something that, uh... Maybe a little credit, a little maybe sure. $50 credit or something? Sure, we'll see. We can work that out. Let's do it, yeah. Okay. We got a deal. All right, great. Cool, thanks, Jared. So we got the table first deal. Hopefully our model mortician customer will be happy with the table and we can call it a day. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Take care. Dude, you're going to love this. Okay. 
as you know, I went to the flea market in Pennsylvania, and this guy told me that this was fossilized dino poop. Fossil dino poop? Yes. Well, they certainly do look like crap to me. Uh, how much did this poop cost you? He only charged 100 which was... For all of it? Yes, for the whole thing. You got some big, big stuff and some small stuff, too. Look at that one. It was great. That one got me hooked right away. If these are indeed dino poop, it's pretty cool. I've been really meaning to get my hands on this for quite a while. The thing is, I'm not so sure about it. Did he explain how they get fossilized, or...? No. The poop is laid down and then covered, usually when maybe on water or something mm -hmm. covers up quickly. It doesn't break down. The bacteria cannot do its job because there's no oxygen anymore. Millions of years it sits there. It actually does eventually decompose and leaves a, uh, a space. Later, minerals seep into that space and fill it, creating a poop. They're actually called coprolites. But I have to say, I don't think these are from a dinosaur. If they are fossilized poop, they're probably from a mammal. How would you know if it's mammal poop? Most mammals poop in this way, as opposed to the watery mess that a lizard or bird uh, would give you. Luckily, mammals don't fly, and you know I'd hate to scrape this off of your windshield. They're still really neat, though. I think that this is fossilized dino poop, 100%. And I'm so confident that I'll make you a deal. If it's not dino poop, yeah. then I'll go down, downstairs to that basement and I'll clean up everything. Our basement? Yes. Our creepy, yes. dirty, musty, mm -hmm. bug-filled basement. Yes. But if it is dino poop, you are to never send me to that basement ever again. You got yourself a deal. All right. This bed is a no-brainer. Either of a really cool item to sell or a clean basement. Either way, it's win-win. Okay. Now let me call a friend of mine. Okay. He, he knows all about fossils. Have him come in, take a look at them, see what your future holds. Okay. Well, we finally tracked down an antique table for Laura. It's not exactly a surgical table, but it just might be a perfect fit. Hey, hey Laura. Hi, Laura. How Good are you? Good to see you again. How's it going? Good to see you. Wow. Your collection's become a lot more extensive since the last time I saw it. Oh, what cool. are these tinctures here? Um, I make skincare products. The skincare stuff come from your experience embalming? Um, or? I never used moisturizer before okay. embalming school, but after you see desiccated skin, like, yeah. you, you don't want to go there. Hmm. Totally. What else do you have in here? And this is um, restorative wax. So it's for filling spaces? Like, if, if somebody's, like, missing some skin and you have to do, like, restoration with that, or, you know, some people do major reconstruction, like, shotgun wounds and stuff uh -huh. like that, but... On that face? Yeah. So, Laura, is this something you design? Yeah, this is one of my prototypes. It looks as though it's, uh, inspired by morning wear. Well, a lot of my designs are inspired by 19th century and early 20th century. So do you want to see the table? I really want to see the table. Okay. All right, Laura, you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. go. Basically, this is referred to as a cooling table. So after it was embalmed and you placed it on here, this, this table would actually be used for the wake as well, and that's what this little function would be. This part goes up. Oh. Just to prop up the body. It's actually so very comfortable. I was lying on this earlier, and it's, it's pretty comfortable. It looks so delicate. I like Problems. that, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like my old embalming kit over here. What are some of these tools you used for, like, um, um, like well, this one? Uh, that's an arterial tube. Now, what's this? This is an aneurysm hook, and when you make an incision and raise the blood vessels, usually right, the right. carotid and oh, the jugular, just... this is... Uh -huh to keep them up, because they'll fall right back in the body. I right. mean, they're really elastic, and mm -hmm. you have to pull them out. 
What's really cooler is that these two pieces look so incredibly good together. I think they're basically around the same era as well. They are. Um, you know, this has a similar hardware to this, so. What do you think? It's spectacular. This table is amazing. I couldn't ask for anything better. I was not expecting what they brought. I'm deadly afraid of asking, you know, how much you're gonna charge afraid. like. We were thinking 275. Would you do 250? Uh, 250, Dude. and can I try on that dress? I'll make you one. <gasps> Sounds like a deal. That looks like a deal to me. I'll make you Thank a dress. You. I don't need a dress. You need a dress. Oh, okay. I'm surprised that they gave it to me for 250. I was just taking a stab in the dark. Thank Play you so it. much, Laura. Enjoy right. it. I will. <laughs> hey, Mike. Hey, Brett. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good to see you. Earlier today, the Kurd brought in what he said was dino poop. I'm not so sure about it. So we made a small wager, and then I called in my fossil expert to settle it all. So what do you guys got for me to look at? Actually, it's over here. I'm a paleontologist at uh, Hofstra University, and I'm here to look at some coprolite fossils. Ah. With any coprolite, it's hard to, to know for sure, unless you cut it open and right. see if there's any organic material inside. The color and the heft mm -hmm. tells me that these are iron oxide okay. in, in composition. Iron is sort of a weird mineral to, to replace right. an organic, organic material with. If this was phosphate, which mm -hmm. is the mineral found in bone, or carbonate, the mineral in shell, it would be, it would be a lot more convincing. Well, many fossils are indeed complete replacement. Or yeah, with a, with a shell or a bone that becomes completely replaced, mm -hmm. you still have the shape and the right. form to tell you that it was a fossil. The problem with a coprolite is, <laughs> yeah, okay, that looks like a big turd, but, yeah. you know, but mineral, yeah. inorganic mineral formations can, can look like this. Now, how long would it take to fossilize poop? That's a good question. It really, it depends on the, the circumstances of the poop being buried and the chemical composition of, of the feces itself and whether it's buried in sand or mud. Or, you know, I mean, there are all right. kinds of, of factors. So what do you think? What, what do you think we have here? My personal feeling is that these are probably not actual coprolites. They're probably pseudo-coprolites. Pseudo meaning, meaning false. So a, a pseudo-coprolite's an object that, that has the external form of poop but isn't actually fossilized poop. I'm really glad I called in Brett. It was a good bet, and of course, I'm always happy to win. Always great to have you come in. You're a wealth of information. You certainly know your uh, poop. <laughs> I like to think so. Thank you so much, No, my Brett. pleasure. Thank you for showing me. Absolutely. Bye, Ursula. I believe you did lose the bet. So, the abasement awaits. <sighs> Enjoy oh. the bugs and the fungus and all that good stuff. Whether it's copper lights or craps, the house always wins. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs>